0: I'd go to more comedy segments for Adar, but we have Jay Booksbaum here. No need to do that. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Trumo with candlelighting at 516. He is recognized as the world's most well-known, most famous, most efficient, most popular kosher wine connoisseur. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is in fact... Jay Booksbaum. Good morning, sir. Any good and good to you. I uh, get in to okay. I was in, I was in the old neighborhood last night. You're in the hood, huh? Yeah, I was in your old Bedford Avenue neighborhood. Well, you didn't live on Bedford. You lived on I did so. You lived on Bedford itself?
1: Bedford and Wilson.
0: But, but the address was on Bedford? No. It was on it was Wilson corner, right?
1: It was a corner building, 121 right. Wilson.
0: And I was there because uh, one of your close friends, one of the families you love, the Ambrose family, celebrated Ilana's wedding to Yosef Mendelsberg of Chicago, Illinois. Is that why he wasn't by my uh, Lachaim list? Yes. I want to know why I wasn't by the Lachaim. That's another <laughs> issue. You were at the wedding. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, Mazel Tov to the Ambroses. And as you've always said, you believe the father of the kawa, Gary Ambrose, is one of the world's best casual wine connoisseurs. Absolutely. Simple as that. He had some good wines on the tables last night. You know, you go to most of these Jewish weddings, you know what kind of wine you find on the table these days. <laughs> but he, he had a major upgrade. He had some nice wines he was serving. Anyway, Jay, um, we have a big announcement to make. The Booksbaum family is celebrating today. You bet. Those of you who think that celebrations cannot take place in three-degree weather, you've proven otherwise. What's going on? Yossi Buxbaum. Yes. Last night. Yes. Got engaged to
1: Tova Galertner. Mazel Tov! And we had the Lachaim last night, the Galantner family, Miriam and Chaim. Are they from wonder- the old
0: neighborhood in the Bedford no, they're, Avenue?
1: they're from Flatbush.
0: From Flatbush, Brooklyn. Yeah. There's a Jewish community in Flatbush? Uh, How do you like small. that? Very nice.
1: Small, but fledgling, you know. <laughs> Avenue P. It's no Elizabeth. <laughs> it's no Elizabeth, that's for sure. They did a beautiful job. Wow, they're, they're fantastic people. So there
0: you go. Eight Kindleach of and... Uh, any clue what month the wedding will be in yet? Has June. That, it'll be in June. Yes. God willing. How do you like that? So you'll you'll walk I into like you'll it. walk into the summer with a new daughter-in-law. Yeah, I, I already like feel that? like I got one.
2: Huh?
1: She's so wonderful. She's
0: Jay, your positive attitude <sighs> befits Rosh <sighs> I
1: hope somebody calls them and tells them that I, you know, I said it here first. Yeah. Well, they're probably listening. I hope know,
0: so. Because you know, most people in their generation are tuned into the radio every single morning. So yeah. So as I soon as the
1: secretaries listening. get to the office at Ketem. Start making it, calls? You know, put it out there. You know, <laughs> Tell everybody that Mazel <laughs> Tov to Jay. So there
0: you go. they'll remember that it was Rosh Chodesh Adler that they got And you
1: gets. know what his name is? What is his name? Yosef Ben Yaakov. Yeah. Because that's my name, right? So it's Yosef,
0: my son, Yaakov. <laughs> well, Yakov's your name.
1: Right. So you know what we call him? What do you call him? Yosef Hatzadek. And he really is. He's,
0: he's, he's, because know. the original Yosef Atzadik's father was also Yaakov. Exactly. Is there a comparison with you and Yaakov Avino? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's nothing we could
1: find. There should be like even a scintilla. Nothing we could find. Uh. I don't think so. Were you by uh, Leo on West Englewood Avenue yesterday? Just... I wasn't because I was at the Lachaim. but there was somebody that was. Yeah, who was that? Very good friend of mine.
0: And that would be. And a magnificent winemaker. Yeah. Amichai Luria. And Amichai is from Malilavona in Israel. That's what I found out this morning. Amichai Boker Tov to you. Boker Tov, good morning. Amichai was lamenting to me that it's like minus 17 wind chill outside. (laughs) No. It's minus 17 centigrade. Oh, that's what it is? Wind chill? Yeah. It's like minus. I don't even know why. Who knows? All I know is, <clears throat> all I know is it's, it's it's difficult weather out there. What is minus twenty? Oh, uh, Who knows? Even Jay, Fahrenheit. On.
2: It's are we, colder than my freezer. Jay, are we <laughs> starting
0: to do calculations no. live on the air between no. centigrade and Fahrenheit? Is no. that we're tra- starting to? Is that the new routine that we're drifting into ba-da-bum, here? <laughs>
2: ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum.
0: Amichai makes a wine that we call Shilo. Right. It's made in an area called Mishkan Shilo. Near
2: Mishkan Oh,
0: near Mishkan Shiloh. Near and, and one of the things Amichai alluded to as I was riding with him up in the elevator, because as you know, our front door is busted. Please don't tell anybody. Okay. Uh, as I was riding up, and therefore I, had, not the listeners. Right, therefore I had to go down and actually open yeah. the door. Our entry system, I should say, is busted. Maybe this will bring people the, uh, the impetus to actually fix this over the weekend. But anyway, uh, Amichai hints to me, he alludes to me, that this is not grape-growing season. These, these are not grape growing conditions, rather. You would not be able to good, you would not be able to get a good crop of grapes in three degree Fahrenheit weather. Am I mean am I accurate about this?
2: Minus 17. It would be hard. Nothing can grow. What is the coldest
0: temperature where you start to, what is the temperature where you start as a vintner to get nervous? Where you say to yourself, oh, I hope tonight it doesn't actually drop to this number that they're predicting. What, what is the what's the demarcation where you where you and other vintners in Israel start to panic when it comes to the weather?
2: Uh, it Never gets to anything that we have to panic. Nev- weather weather's perfect well, in all the, during the time. Growing season. Right, I'm yeah. saying
0: there's always a good cushion. Yeah. There's never a, a frost in the middle of an 80 degree summer. It Never happens.
2: We have never problems in the vineyards. You've never had that no. problem. Well, I will I'm, tell you from you know
1: yeah. from an educational point of view.
0: Because we're here in the U.S., we've had this problem, right? Where for a week when it's supposed to be right. seventy degrees, well, it we turns had it in you know,
1: Florida with the yeah, oranges, yeah, Florida and California, California, yeah. yeah. But I will tell you from a, a educational point of view, a lot of vintners. I don't know if you know, if you feel the same way, or if you're aware of this, but a lot of vintners like it when during the winter, when the off season is, that it yeah. gets very cold because then the vineyards completely. Shut down, and there is legend, <laughs> if you will, that when they come back, they come back stronger, more vigorous, and more wonderful than ever.
0: I love it. That's great. Okay, so there you go. Pray for a strong winter and a really good summer. That's how it works in the wine industry. Jay Booksbaum is here. Amichai's last name is Luria. Luria. Amichai Luria is here as well from the Shilo Winery in Israel. What does it mean? The highest rated kosher wine ever. What does that mean?
1: You want to tell him about it? Highest that? rated
0: by who? Wine enthusiast. What, is Wine Enthusiast a reputable outfit? Wine giant?
1: Enthusiast is the is the the largest or the second largest wine magazine in the world.
0: Do they know their kosher wine? Obviously, I don't want no magazine that you know has no clue what it's like no, to have a good guys, kosher these wine. These guys do
1: what they call double blind tastings. Yeah, they don't know what they're tasting when they're tasting, except for the fact that the category in general. No
0: is. idea if it's kosher.
1: No idea if it's kosher.
0: Because, you know, for some
1: people that might lend, you know, a, a bias one way or the other. And you what's interesting that. about it is that this 93 that it got yeah. is against wines that are double the price, sometimes
0: yeah. triple the price. Well, how much does how, uh, that bottle cost that's uh, sitting right in front of you, Jay? About, about 35 35 here, here. And what is that called? It's called a what? It's called Legend. Legend. Shiloh Legend? That's it. Yeah. That's how it's known? Yeah. And how did it become legendary? What's in it that, it, that made it such a
2: legendary wine? A special blend. know. Yeah. Unique. Um, Petit Syrah, Petit Verdot, and Shiraz makes it to be a very interesting wine.
0: Huh? Is this unique to this winery? Are there blends that are similar to this, or this is really I don't know of any other winery doing that blend. This is it. If you want that blend in kosher wine, That's you go it. with the Legend. How long has it been available outside of Israel?
2: Uh, we started making in 2009,
0: right.
2: and obviously, the good wines you never make enough of. And it was sold out very quickly. Really?
0: That also, whole vintage?
2: Yeah. God. In a couple of months. And then 2010 came out, and also there wasn't enough. It also was sold very quickly. And uh, we learned our lesson. So from 2011, we already have much more of it. And it's going really great.
0: Well, if someone shops for it today, which year are they getting? Which uh, vintage are they getting?
2: Uh, 2011. They're getting the 11. Yeah. And there's plenty? There are some stores that still have...
0: 2010. Right, which was better between me and you, the ten or the eleven? Mm. Come on, Amichai. I think
2: the eleven. The is eleven better, is better. Yeah. A Jay, bit you better. agree with that?
0: If you had a case of ten or a case of eleven to give to your friend Nachum Siegel, which one would you rather give him? Ten. You'd rather give him the ten. So it's an argument between you and Amichai. No, I think the eleven is better, but it's not better yet. Oh, very interesting. Very deep. Very philosophical.
1: Very okay. heavy.
2: Yeah. I like that. But I found out here <laughs> yeah. that a lot of stores sell their wines. People buy... Well, why wouldn't they? Store owners been? are buying a lot of wine. Yeah. They're selling it. They wait a couple of years, and then they... Start a couple selling of years? It. Yeah. I've seen Maybe. wines that they're, like, selling our Cabernet Secret Reserve. They're selling now 2012. But they have on the side. You can buy... Also the 2007, 2009, 2010.
0: For a lot more money, obviously. A lot more. I would guess. But also, for them, isn't it a better strategy to yeah. load well, up I mean, on wine and... If you have them, if, if you, you have, have the, the space, yeah, right? If you have the space and the money. And the revenue, right? Yeah. Interesting. Jay Booksbaum, Amichai Luria in our studio. We're talking about Shiloh Wine. Uh, Amichai is from Maled Levona in Israel and is visiting us this morning. He is planning on voting in the election next month or not? Will you be casting a ballot or not? Probably. Probably, he says. Very interesting, Jay. A little hesitation on Ali part. you part. Yeah,
2: he's,
1: afraid, he's afraid you're going to ask who he's voting <laughs> no, I'm not, for. I'm not doing that.
2: Are you <laughs> kidding? <That's who laughs> I just wanted to make of. sure there's at least one vote from al That's all. You can ask, just I don't know yet.
0: I don't think anybody in Israel knows what they're going to be doing, frankly. The... And by the way, I did notice, and people should pay attention to this. And I know we're going to have a chance to talk about this more as we get closer to Purim, but just in general, there are more and more kosher wines making miniature bottles for the upcoming holiday. Did you notice that? I did notice. There that. are announcements now. I've seen in newspapers and in other areas where they're paying careful. And we're going to do this. We're going to do our whole be, I understand, be careful thing. But, but I just want people to realize that okay. there's even more and more available because I would assume it's a major undertaking oh, yeah. to go and make a different size of wine, right? Yeah. So just yeah. thought I'd point that out. I just all urge right. people to buy the big one, that's all.
2: Yeah, but if I'm pulling you <laughs> on to drink more, why well, make smaller bottles? Yeah, exactly. You know so, that. That, okay, we'll talk
0: about this before poor <laughs> exactly. Jay. So, so I love this. It frustrates Jay that the smaller bottles
2: are available, Yeah, but nonetheless, I mean, he's like, out there Who are promoting. you kidding?
0: Who are you kidding? <laughs> anyway. We're
2: selling Magnums instead. Yeah. We're selling double-sized bottles.
0: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, those are the massive, gigantic bottles that, right. you know... You can't dream of taking on an airplane. Not that you can take any size bottle on an airplane. All right, Amichai, um, I have been to some of the wineries in Israel, and I've had the opportunity to, you know, see what each and every one of them that I've been to has to offer. What is it about the Shilo grape, the Shilo vineyard, the Shilo taste, the Shilo method that makes this different? And what will people taste and enjoy when they have your wine?
2: Well, I think we try to do things. A little bit special. Uh, one of the things that we do is that we have uh, unique blends. We have two wines that are called Legend that are unique, right. blends that nobody else does. And it, I see that uh, it's working very well. We try to be very consistent. And we also make a very, very good Mivushal wine.
0: Which is very rare, right? In Israel, people tend to not it's drift very toward the Mivushal category. Right? And in order to export, he has to make mavushal, right, Jay? Is that the rule? Yeah. Is that the rule? Got, it, it no, no, no. Not well, has to. But if you're going oh, if if you, if you in to get into this market, you've got to start with a Mavuchel wine, uh, right? You don't have to start with it.
1: There's many wines, Castel uh, really? and Flam and many others that make zero wine. Interesting. Wines, and people only bring them home. But if you want to get into the wide variety like like gary did last night what right. you told me yeah, that's true. what what wine did gary have on the
0: tables last night <laughs> now i don't know shiloh Shilo reserve cabernet right so there you go all right so how what's this what's the key when i travel to israel everyone always says you can't make a good commercial wine why is it that you can
2: that's a big problem i He's can't talk about you. it <laughs> you mean it's one
0: of these secrets a deep dark wine secret that can't be revealed publicly
2: i think it's the only thing that i keep a secret everything else i'll show and tell and explain how I do it. That's the only thing that we keep a secret. Jay, let's... I have to tell
1: you you, a quick quick story about that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Zip it. I was going to conjecture with you on the air what ingredient he's tossing in, but... No, no, so,
1: you know, I went there a couple years ago and I brought a guy who... Promotes all of our Israeli wines with me to teach him a little bit about the wineries and I, he took pictures of all the wineries and inside the wineries and the tanks and that. We get to Amichai's winery and he's taking pictures all over, no problem. And then he says, oh, you make this great Mavoshal wine. I want to take a picture of the machine. And Amichai's, no, no! The only people who know how the process works is the winemaker
0: and the Rav. Mm. The people who give the hashgah. I may have to do my own investigation. Yeah. This is in Shilo, right? This is in Shiloh. I may have to take a little trip to Shilo next time I'm in the Holy
2: Land. Well, since Jay was there, I keep it covered now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you, what, Jay's not
2: trustworthy with
0: the secret? Is that the problem? I don't know. <laughs> people we're,
2: come we're with still, a small camera. Yeah. We're
0: still not 100% comfortable with you books now. <laughs> we're not letting you have access to that machine simple hey. as that. Now are these are, are there tours open to the public are, are is the Shiloh winery one that you know will offer people to come in taste and all that stuff
2: Yes you have to call me in advance to all make right. sure that I'm there not in the vineyards but yeah we have tours wine tastings
0: and and I assume because you're here this is not considered a busy time of year grape wise in Israel, as I see the snowfall in Jerusalem and know what type of weather is going on in the Holy Land, I guess this is not the time of year you have to worry about what's happening in the vineyard.
2: Well, in the winery there are two seasons. Either yeah. you're very, very, very busy and there's a lot of work, and there's the other season where it's extremely, extremely crazy busy. There's really? always work in the winery. So there's busy and even more busy. Yeah. There's no boring, huh? Uh, So what's what's going on now in February? Well, now we are, I mean, just before I left, I just finished uh, tasting and blending the 2013 uh, wines. And I have some great guys working in the winery now that are racking the wines.
1: Racking means kind of like what they,
2: putting them on racks?
1: No, it's kind (laughs) of like
2: taking out of barrels, putting into tanks, putting back in. Right. A lot of lot shle- of, it sounds like a lot, of a lot of movement. A lot of work. Okay. A lot of hours, a lot of work, a lot of hard work. And right.
0: No, there you have it. Uh, you want to tell us what's in front of you so people can get some recommendations? Yeah. We have um, Sheila Legend 2. Okay. That's the one that got the
1: big rating. You want to go with the 2? Yeah. Okay. And then we have uh, Secret Reserve Cabernet nice. 2012. There you go. And finally, their Creme de la Creme. Uh, they're super duper wonderful wine. This is the number one superstar wine. Mosaic 2010.
0: Not Shilo. It says Shilo on top. Well, it's Shilo Mosaic. But it's a Mosaic. Right. It's a mosaic. Shilo mosaic 2010.
1: Right. So it's Shilo Legends, Shilo right. Cabernet Reserve, and Shilo I'm now getting the f- I'm getting the hang of it, Jay. But one of the things that I am always inspired to hear from Amichai is about the historical perspective, the significance.
0: Of, yeah. Right. What's it like? Developing a wine in Shiloh, when we know how important Shiloh is to the history of the Jewish people. You know, a lot of people don't know what the
2: importance is. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, go for it, Amichai. The Mishkan was there for 400 years, more or less. And uh, it's where everything started. So it's a very special place there.
0: The first first religious settlement, if you will, would be in Shiloh.
2: You could say that.
0: I mean, in terms of the centrality of the Jewish people. Right. I mean, the Mishkan.
2: it's a great place to... It's a, first of all, it's a great time to be in Shiloh. And it's a great place because you see everything growing, all the prophecies coming true now.
0: It's true. And
2: we were promised that when we, the land will start giving the fruit again. It'll
0: And sprout. then we will come. Right. You know, and look what's happening.
2: Yemot HaMashiach.
0: So you it's see it in front of you every way. single day. Every day. You must hate visiting Tell New Jersey. Tell us uh, the, the story you told
1: me about the shards of, of pottery.
2: They found, there was an archaeology uh, dig in Shiloh years ago, and the archaeologists found an enormous amount of uh, ceramic um, dishes, but everything was broken. Right. So it was, the first was a lot, much more than you would find anywhere else, but they didn't find even one that was whole everything was broken and it was they were puzzled the archaeologists they just didn't understand where this came from and this was going around and the rav of the Yeshuv in shilo ravel hanan binon somebody mentioned uh, it we to him know hanan binon you know rav huh? and uh, he said what's the question there's a very easy answer ah uh. for 400 years people came to Shiloh for pesach right they ate Korban Pesach in their dishes. What they have to do? They couldn't take the dishes away. You had to break them. Right. The shine sign. So that's why you have so many dishes. they yeah. broken simple. there. So it's very simple. Yeah. You I not like that. You can't do archaeology without uh, Torah. It goes together, you know. it's.
0: If you're familiar with halachan procedure, it helps you with the archaeological dig. Right. It it's does. a good lesson we learned this morning. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. One of the things we always try to encourage people to do, and one of the reasons we invite you to bring your guests from Israel, right. is because we want people to buy Israeli wines. Absolutely. So whether it's Shiloh or any other great Israeli wine, go and buy it, support the economy, listen to people who are living on the front lines in Israel, who are experiencing Yemot HaMashiach while, while we are here in this... Uh, in this spiritually desolate place that we call the Tri-State area?
2: Diaspora. Temporarily. That's
0: what you call it, right, Jay? Tri-State. Spiritually desolate, right? Spiritually desolate. That's how you refer to it usually. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and take it from somebody who is spiritually desolate. <laughs> <don't know>, <laughs> <a
0: shop. laughs> Very good, Jay. And, um, and it's well worth it, especially with Purim and Pesach coming up. You could buy Israeli wines by the caseload.
1: Absolutely. And
0: leave them in your home
1: until... Uh, and what's great about it, it is, is, you know, unlike... It's like the hottest time of the year, so usually you'd think that the retailers would raise the prices. Instead, it's the opposite. You can get them at the best prices of the year. Is that
0: all retailers, Jay? No, but most. Most retailers are dropping prices before yeah, do you Burnham know the retailers? I know a few retailers. Like, like, name one. I'll give you an example. Okay, there's, a, a minute, there's a gentleman on West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck. What's his name? His name is Leo. But some people mistakenly call him Leepa. <laughs> and then he has another name. I was there last night. How was that? Isn't, it was the, amazing. isn't the West Englewood crowd a wonderful crowd of people buying a lot of kosher wine over there?
2: Everybody came in, everybody tasted. It was. They tasted. And, and they enjoyed. And bought a lot of wine. They did A it.
0: lot of wine. There you go. What is Lipa's third name? I always forget. There's Leo Lipa. There's another one I can't remember. Anyway, he's a wonderful fellow. Well, his French name is Lionel. And, is it Lionel? And, no, I just made it up. And you're telling me <laughs> that, for example, a place like his before Base, I would actually drop. Uh, wine prices to encourage people to buy more during Absolutely. the holiday time. How do you like that? He had some sales last night, didn't he? Yes, they did. Yeah. The did? Um, the busiest time of year for a kosher wine, re- the busiest day of the year for a kosher wine retailer is what did he tell me? I know it was three days we were talking about. I think what it was, you would think it would be the Sunday before Pesach. It's not. It's not Sunday before Shoshana because the what happens is the pe- Purim Pesach is split. The business is split between Purim and Pesach. For Rosh Hashanah, everyone has nothing in the house after the summer, so they're buying everything right. for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. So the busiest retail day of the year, I believe... Single day. Single day, I think, is the it's Sunday. Not the season, but it's the right. biggest single day. Is yeah. the Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, before Rosh Hashanah. Right. And, and I second think, is the Sunday before Pesach.
1: No, I think second is the Sunday before Purim. <laughs>
0: before Purim.
1: Because, again, people are doing the whole Purim. And not Pesach only that, right, exactly. Right. Because a lot of them are not only buying for Purim, they're buying for
2: Pesach, too. Yeah. Tell me, in the States, you don't make Kiddush on Shabbos? Uh,
0: let's they see. Let it's me think. Hang
2: on. Mitzvot, according to some, uh, You're are supposed j- to make Kiddush on just, Shabbos, right? Pra- so why are you talking about Purim and Pesach and just- Rosh Hashanah? What about every Thursday? Can Amichai, let me get out my pro <laughs> no. statement here, please? <laughs>
1: There Excuse are, me. There He's are Israeli. What do you
0: want?
2: <laughs> there are some commentators. No, Chutzpah. You know why <laughs> i No, some... no. I have to be Chutzpah. You know why? Why? Why are we all Chutzpah now? Why? Yemata Mashiach.
0: Oh, yeah. Chutzpah Yazga. Yeah, that explains it in my yeah, in J.K. That's case. why we're Um There are those commentators that say that mitzvot that we do here are just for practice. And they're, and they're, and they're i got to be careful how I say this, relatively less meaningful outside of israel that the real mitzvahs be done in israel so when you ask do we make kiddush here yeah we make kiddush here but it's really just practice
2: you know what i mean like it's not the real- i know i gotta be do careful do me a favor but. practice a lot <laughs> 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 you should practice on tuesday oh, are, you gonna,
1: are you gonna get politically incorrect nah,
0: uh, the, the, people know people know me by now after 30 years they know where i'm coming from I I understand you. believe me i'm not encouraging anybody to do any less mitzvahs i want them to do more and more mm-hmm. even if they're in the diaspora of there course uh, yes, So the, to answer your question, we do say kiddish every single Shabbat.
2: So buy more Multi-
0: wine. Multiple times, by the way. Shockingly <laughs> enough, multiple times. <laughs> Jay's been spotted in his soul making 10 Kiddush Shabbos morning. That's what I was told. Give me another shot. Who didn't hear kiddish Come on exactly, over here. Exactly. Who didn't hear Kiddush routine? And now that I hear his son's engaged, trust me, he'll be drinking up a storm Barf tomorrow. Shabbos. I have it's an idea. To...
2: Like, you have second day Yontif. We'll have a second day Shabbos for you. Yeah, you should we'll be, be happy about more our, wine. You should be happy about our second day Yontif routine. It yeah, now you'll have second day Shabbos yeah, too. Well, we don't need we that. We organize something. We've already like that, doubled right? the whole yunta
0: thing. Ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that on the eighth of June, on the eighth of March rather, uh, Brenda and Jay Booksbaum are being honored at the Renaissance Newark Airport Hotel by the Yeshiva and Kolel Ber Yitzchak of Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, Brenda and Jay are among the honorees. We'll talk more about this, but I want to wish you a Mazel Tov. Thank you. You accepted this honor because. What is it about this institution? I I think that and here's here's a here's an
1: issue that people don't get.
0: Yeah. They
1: think that local institutions are only about local issues, right. but it's not true. If you take a look and and I don't know if you read my notes. I did. If you take a look, it's it's the grassroots of these local institutions that really create a much wider, a, a kind of message to the world,
0: that that we got to change things. And you want that supported, obviously. Yeah. All right, so you're being honored, eighth of March. Eighth of March. Anybody wants information, it's located in Elizabeth, New Jersey.
1: Yeah, right. Come and, and participate, and even if you're not going to participate there, participate in your local institution. Well,
0: Amichai's wines be there. That might Absolutely.
1: get that might get me to show up. You as think. long as he donates them, it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and he will, right?
2: No problem. There you go.
0: Yeah, nothing like We like, heard it here. You nothing can like,
2: have one bottle. <laughs> nothing, nothing like
0: putting Abichai on the spot live on the air, although I'm told that... How I'm, many people are listening? Like 500,000? There's a lot of people out there, but I am told that he'll be back in Malay Lavanah on the 8th of March. There's no wine on the table. Nothing he can do about it. Uh, that's happening at the Yeshiva and Kolel Bar Yitzchak dinner there in Elizabeth, New Jersey. The uh, dinner at the Renaissance Newark Airport Hotel on Sunday, March the 8th. Jay Book the amazing... Enjoy... The Kedem presentation today starting at 10 a.m. Not only is it a great Erev Shabbos music mix that's going to be on our stream, but it's, right. it's Rosh Chodesh Adar. You can imagine how much better it's going to be. So a big thank you to you for that, and please enjoy it. Haba Ale, nulitova. Yeah, that was last year. That's my, that's my uh, new
1: daughter-in-law's name, Tova. Very nice. That's why it's so beautiful.
0: How do you like that? She,
1: and she is beautiful. Amazing. Inside and out.
0: Jay, you're incredible. <laughs> I'm I-, I look forward to seeing you in Shiloh.
2: And in Maale Levona.
0: And in Maale Levona, and send regards to Yossi Maimon from Maale Levona. I will. My old friend, who's like uh, I don't know how many generations in the Rambam. The Rambam is his great 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 I great heard great great like that. Wow, that's really. The kind Maimon of a chill. family has a celebration each year on the day that the Rambam came to Israel, a thousand years ago. I'm sure,
2: or close to a thousand years ago. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, 800 more years or less. Ago,
0: right. Yeah, 800, 1,000. Hey, uh, okay. who's, 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 what do you think we're keeping? Vintages? Quibbling over 200 we're, years we're, we're of keep, life. We're keeping vintages here? Come on. <laughs> Who cares? All right. Uh, there he is. Amichai Luria, J. Booksbaum. Thank you to Shiloh Wine. Support the Israeli economy by buying Israeli wine. It's a message we'll continue to give right here at JM in the AM.